welcome to the Daft Souls podcast. Today I'm joined by Mr. Christopher Bratt. Hello. And Gavin Murphy. Hiya. This is fantastic. Gav's been really excited for a yeah. long time about being on a podcast with Chris Bratt. I've been terrified. Never <laughs> and you've been terrified <laughs> of it. So right. I'm just fascinated to see what happens. I want to say now, before before he starts <laughs> playing Jack the Lad, and he will do, and start, start being mean about things. Don't... Think that just because you say that, it'll take like the wind out of my sails, and I'll be occasionally. Eight. I'll just get a text no, message fine. from Gav that's like, we'll just like talk You're about nice. the Downton Abbey f- f- uh, finale, or like just check in to see who I am. So, I got a message from Jim the other day, uh, yep. Jim Trinker from Video Gamer, saying that he's been really enjoying just sending you messages saying, "Do you enjoy?" and then just a basic sex act. <laughs> Chris, do you enjoy this? <laughs> and uh, apparently, that's been driving you mad, which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're tormented by so many people. Mm-hmm, yeah. I take pride in the fact that I don't really torment you very much. Yeah. I like sending you pictures of the Downton Abbey cast, like in modern day time, because I think that really does wind you up. I know it hurts you as much as it hurts me. It's got to, you. you I, are don't a mind, Downton Abbey I don't fan. mind seeing what, just to remind him that it's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that it. That's it. I'll send him a picture of a butler outside of Greg's and he loses his mind. <laughs> You know he's not that simple, Gav. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty big part of my life, man. Oh, well, it's over now. And they had a dog called Isis and everybody's yeah, probably and dead. quit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so, anyway, video games. Yeah. Video games. Makes I- you think, doesn't it? It's a good song <laughs> by uh, the woman. I've been playing not a lot. I've been playing something, but I'll talk about that in a little bit because it's shameful. Yes. Yeah, uh, what absolutely. have you guys been playing? You can start because you've got a, you've got a list of things. You were bragging about how many games you played before this podcast. Was I? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, said, I think that was a this joke. This is the one of your cute messages. I think it was a joke brag, saying like, "Come on, I'm hard." I've, but but I have been playing Unravel, um, and I quite like it. Did you talk about Unravel last week? We didn't actually. Oh, no. Okay. Um, yeah. Unravel's been an interesting one because yeah. obviously in the past week there was um, a, a hilarious article about how Yanni could fuck off and die in a fire or something. <laughs> Except it wasn't even that good. It was like he can just die or he can burn or something. Burn in, I think it was Yanni can burn in hell. <laughs> uh, and, it, and it was this thing about it being like this is a commodification of childhood and games making you feel warm inside to try and get your money. It's like, well, yeah, but that's kind of like video games as a medium. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anything as a medium. Yeah, yeah. video games particularly. Yeah. Like commodification. It's like to go. This is a commodification of childhood. It's like, have you heard of Super Mario? <laughs> like, there are lots of companies who've been quite successfully extracting yeah. money from us for generations, just by making us feel like we might get that joy of being a child again. Yeah, like to be fair, I I didn't even know that because I've been playing it for like a while. So I was been almost playing it in like isolation, just with somebody else in my office who was doing the review. And I was like, "What do you think?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's good, isn't it?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm having a really good time. It's fun." Uh, and then when the reads came out, it was like so polarizing. People yeah. were just like, "Die, Yanni scum, you fucking <laughs> bastard!" And it's, it's just like, like, "What?" I I thought that at Eurogamer a little bit that people were like their default state yeah. for Unravel was like very cynical. Yeah, like, I think because because it's coming from EA and. I think part of it was because of how it was revealed at E3 with the kind of the nervous developer and, and everyone fell in love with him. Yeah. For some reason, that seems to have backfired and now that's people gone, want to find it? a reason to, to like, put holes in it. That's the yeah. thing. I, th- I think, like, for me, just talk to, to talk actually about the game, like, the platforming bits are really fun. Like, him, he's got some cool shit that he can do, like, swinging around. It reminds me of, like, Donkey Kong Country sometimes, which I really like. Some of the puzzle bits are... Like genuinely noodle scratching, where I'll just be like, I can't, I can't call this little 
really cute thing, the C word, anymore. <laughs> like, just like, what? I don't get it. And then you do that like classic thing where you just walk away for like five minutes, come back, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's how you do that. Um, and it's just like, it looks really nice. Like, I really like, like the shift in perspective because everything is sort of shot from almost that point of view. So you're tiny. So you come across things and you're kind of looking at things with the eyes of Yanni because like you, you're, you've got a really, really sort of small field of view. So everything is kind of like... Uh, like, almost like blurred and stuff. So you're, you're well, it's like tilt shift effect, right? Kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just it's really fun. Like when you're going along, and then you'll just see like a lizard just in the background, and it'll come past your path, and then Yarn, you'll be a little bit scared of it. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, like, the thing is, it just looks like. I, what I find amazing, yeah, is how anyone has, has found the energy to yeah. to get mad about <laughs> it. Because to me, it just looks like a kind of overly twee. Like is really like, twee, and I'm just not interested in it. Yeah, like, I just think that sort of thing is just bollocks. Mm. But I don't care. Yeah, like I don't care. I think the best thing about it is, for me, it looks really twee, and it's got like this really like over the top like folk music on top of it. But I was like, I kind of really like this, and the reason that it's so that I think it works is because you're not ever quite sure what is going on. It's never like. Yanni used to belong to an old woman. That old woman is dead. Now let's find her ghost by going around the like. It's not that sounds like amazing, that. Like I was playing it. it sounds really good. Uh, green light. Um, but I'm playing it. I'm just like I have no idea what is going on. I don't know where I am. I don't know who I'm after. I don't know what. Like I'm just playing through the same thing, going yeah. Like now again, it's quite quite it's really twee. But I don't know. I just I just kind of I played. It, I was like I really like this. Um, yeah, but then when I started seeing people's reactions to it, I was just like, "Is this because people generally think that, or is it just because it's EA?" Yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I think that's got to be a big part of it. There's, yeah. there's such a distrust of that company. Yeah, but, and the thing is, like, the thing I always think about that is like, oh yeah, um, EA is like one of the worst companies in the world. They are literally companies that are killing children and stuff in the world. But oh, yeah, yeah. fucking, you, they're screwing us over with this uh, DLC. We, we've <laughs> talked about this in the past, I'm sure. Like anyone who who. Who honestly yeah. voted for like EA being the worst yeah. company in, in the bonkers. world? It's just a fucking idiot. I saw like, a mix, like I, I, I mean, it's Nestle for starters. They like, exactly kill kids. Yes, like, exactly. Know, like, I mean, come on, like, that's, that's fine though. That's the bar is fine. already quite high. Yeah, like, I mean, Mass Effect Three ending being very disappointing. Like that doesn't yeah. quite really matter. <laughs> you know? I mean, they also sold like card packs in Mass Effect Three as well. Yeah. I know actually, they did, and I know um, it really spoiled the multiplayer. It did unbalance <laughs> the multiplayer. But I actually saw a good. No, you're right, you. you're right, Chris. I'm sorry. I'll take it back. <laughs> I saw a good tweet from you today, which was like... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so good, because it was like, you were actually having a moment where... Like, and so, like sometimes I enjoy your Twitter breakdown. Sometimes it's like, I can't look at this because he's gone mad. Yeah, but, no, of course. But today it was really good. It was like about the NHS and like you, you were sort of saying, you know, this is this is awful. This is really, really bad. And then someone <laughs> sort of tried to bring him back to like a YouTube channel. Yeah, well, no, they basically, I was, I was talking about how the NHS was like having this this incredible problem. It's and so talk, good. Talking the stuff we're going with Jeremy Hunt and uh, a lot of the issues we've had this week. And somebody said, yeah, it's quite similar to like, the problems at YouTube, you know, like people like the people up top don't know what's going on. And I just went, I did just quite brutally reply. Yeah, that's true. Except the difference is that this doesn't fucking matter. Like, like what, what's happening with YouTube doesn't fucking matter. Whereas Which it doesn't, that's It doesn't. Thing, yeah. I mean, I, I get, you know, my yeah. a user as part of my livelihood, but... Mm. I'm fully aware that it's absolute fucking waffle. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, but I love that. I love that. I love that. 
and this is the, this is why I love when people hate EA. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like they fucked us with a season pass for the wrong t- last I think it's, time. A, it's a weird perspective thing. I think, uh, and I think a lot of the problems we've seen in the past few years are due to people who are in into games, not really being into yeah. anything else and being quite insular. Yeah. And I find this a lot, like on Twitter and stuff, especially when I do have days where I have a meltdown about the fact that you know in the UK our government are a bunch of fucking evil twats mm. who are literally rinsing it dry. And I talk about it, and then people try and bring it back to things like video games, <laughs> and I just have to go. This is more important. <laughs> Been like that boss in Dark Souls. Like, Shut <laughs> up. It's just like you're being insensitive is, now. Is it? Is it just game reviewers that are they're actually having this conversation about Unravel? It like no, because I don't think anybody other than game reviewers really gave that much of a fuck about it. Yeah. Because the weird thing about Unravel, let's be honest, is it was it was um, a twee little adventurous feels based. Uh, platformer which was announced with uh, you know like a big thing on the E3 stage and they had the cool little toy and they had the cool little toy for press and it's the sort of thing where if it was just an indie game Mm -hmm. that wasn't being pushed by EA and PR'd by EA people were going mad for it I don't think many people would be talking about it yeah actually yeah I don't know because it's not terribly notable indie platformers are you know you've got to do something very very special like I've done that yeah you can you can see when you play it. You can see where obviously the influx of cash has gone because it's such a polished, it's gorgeous, game, like, and it I'm looks sure. stunning. Like uh, I think it's really, I really like it. But it's it's funny when you know when you play something in isolation and then you're like, oh, I can't wait for like see what people think of Unravel. I was looking, I was going. How can you hate this? <laughs> well, I tell you what. Actually, the thing I felt about that was I just read—I think it was a um, kill screen, which is mm. not really a site I follow very much because I just don't really like the tone. Mm. Um, but it was this thing I read it was like I was actually disappointed because everyone was like oh why is this guy having a big go at Yarny and I was like I thought really if you're going to do that it didn't go far enough like all it was saying was like this is bad because you know commoditization of childhood burn Yarny you know, it was one of the few they times said, where they I thought... They sent out a press kit with a Make Your Own Yarny. He should have actually should have burned, burned it. Yarny. Yeah, yeah. should have burned one. Or yeah. made one and burned it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like that was one of those few times where I kind of felt like, oh, man, you know, we're missing we're missing Brooker in writing here. Yeah. This is one of the few times <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, if you're going to if you're gonna start a war with a woolly toy, it's <laughs> a fucking town. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want, like, no, massive paragraphs <laughs> about all of the ways that you're going to fuck with this little <laughs> tiny woolly bastard. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... That's what's disappointed me most about, about this <laughs> yeah. game, if I'm being honest, is the fact that A, it looks a bit fucking tepid, I'm not interested in it, and B, people have gone for it, but they've gone for it in such a boring, half-ass yeah. way. I want graphic descriptions of a burning <laughs> toy. Like, come on, I want to... It's very easy to make one of those toys as well to burn, to be yeah. honest. I just yeah. want to be able to read a paragraph and to be able to smell the wool burning, you know? Just be like, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, that's, I, can, I, I feel that, you know? I, like, I had one of those boxes where you make your own, and um, I gave it to my girlfriend and she built it. Uh, but she kind of made him all wrong. So he's kind of like, his arms are messed up. But actually, he's a little bit better now because he's kind of like sloth on the goonies. Like, (laughs) he's just all wrong. But the box that comes with it is like a little coffin. So you could quite easily bury him. Uh, Put him out of his misery. But... Anyway, well, that was a yeah, what a great place to end that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, How can you kill? It was him? all right. I, I got I was a bit confused by the reaction to to the other reviews, but you you could burn a, a physical Yarny. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> excellent, good video games. Video games. <laughs> yeah, what have you been playing, bro? I've uh, just fallen back into Overwatch. Uh, which Blizzard's I saw that. Class based shooter. Uh, it's just come back for the, the second closed beta, and I saw people have been losing their minds over boxes. Yep. 
It is a Blizzard I'm, I'm, game. I saw a video actually. I, yep. I did. I watched. I saw. I say I saw a video. I watched your video, nice. Christopher. That's what I was asking. Um, <laughs> uh, I did. It on what channel? What was the URL? <sighs> it was on Eurogamer.com. Not dot net. You is it dot net? Yeah. Have you still got dot? Have you not made enough money yet that you can buy the dot? Buy the dot com. Man. <laughs> Just oh, get man. the dot com. I forgot. I forgot that Eurogamer was dot net. Even though I go there. Yeah, but I think no one actually. Eurogamer.geocities. Listen. That's the thing is when I when we called Cool, cool Ghosts CoolGhost.net, it was kind of a joke because like wow, we couldn't get dot com. I can't believe you're doing this. I'm sorry, right? But this is true. I, I forget because it was almost like we couldn't get I'll, dot com. I'll buy you Eurogamer.com <laughs> if you want. <laughs> we just bought dot net because it felt like a really kind of comedy, almost like slightly dated nineties. You do realise that it's thing. called Eurogamer, like which makes it sound like it's it's about games in Europe. Like they this yeah, thing was it's it's called quite Eurogamer a and it's dot net. You're not helping yourselves, Mate, are you? What does IGN stand for? Oh, Imagine Games Network. Fuck! They tell you after your Fuck. three months probation. God damn it! I was, I was so certain I'd get you. <laughs> God damn it! I thought it was Internet Gaming News. No, that makes more sense. No, that makes more sense. Why? Well, Imagine no, you're Gaming right. Network. You are right. It was just fucking late. I think it used to be owned by a company called. Well, this is turned, doesn't it? it? <laughs> well, it looks like I'm the only person who works for a website that doesn't have a shit name. So anyway, it's .net though. It's .net. I know, but it's a joke. It's a knowing joke, isn't it? Like, okay. yeah, that doesn't make any better. You're a joke. Yeah, but he, he's a knowing joke. So he's there. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm sorry. I didn't. I've been know playing it. Overwatch, uh, the second closed beta. See how it happens, Gav. This is he did never, that, not me. <laughs> it's me. I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to neg. It's an old name on an old website. Yep. It's a great website. But yeah, I was. I was watching your video and when I saw the bit where how the box opened mm-hmm. and the thing shot up into the air and then landed on the floor yep, you see it you see it exactly did what that set is. my heart a little bit of flutter yep. even though the things in the box were basically bollocks uh, yeah I think I, I mean, think some, I suppose, like, so. some of the, the skins actually for the characters are, are good just because they've got a Blizzard team working on them but the, the thing about that progression system it's weird that that is all everything that people are talking about with this second beta like they've introduced a new mode reworked all the characters there are two new maps and yet we're all talking about like opening loot boxes yeah that does happen though. I've talked about this on this podcast before. Like now and again, something will happen, and that will be the focus point, and yeah. that is the only thing you're allowed to talk about yeah. when it comes to that. Then, but with uh, with this, actually, I'm, I'm like, it's not. It doesn't do masses for me to most, but I do really like it because the thing about Overwatch, the concern was that it wants to be this really super competitive multiplayer game that's going to last for years, right? Yeah, and it's also a game that you buy for like forty quid to begin yeah. with, and games that you buy for forty quid often have a limited lifespan so they can I sell the say, next actually, game. We, we talked about this in detail oh, right, okay, um, on sorry. episode 61, which I think you were a part of. Oh, shit, um, yeah, we have not We have talked about this. So we talked about this in Yeah, so, so that was the concern, right? So um, if you want to hear more about that, I've watched the basics and our basic concerns, go back to 61. It was, yep. it was a good episode because it had Chris on it and they're always good. Oh, that's fair. Um, still not forgiving you for the net, don't net thing. Anyway, the, so that was the concern that they were going to gonna fuck that up and that they were going to try and make more money by doing bad stuff. And what they're actually doing is... Probably, they haven't quite confirmed this yet, but they're probably going to be selling the loot boxes individually um, if, yeah. if you want to buy them. And that's that's all right, because the stuff you so get inside... So it'll be free to play instead? No, it is a It's still game. 40 quid. Yeah, but they, they want, presumably... But they want more money. They, because they want... Yeah, they want ZA, mate. Burn them. Fucking hell. They want... They want <laughs> Burn them with Yanni. Burn them with Yanni. <laughs> they want to build it into a game that, that lasts like the same kind of length as... like. A Dota or a League of Legends, which both are funded primarily by this kind of stuff. Yeah, and they're also on consoles. I I haven't got a huge issue. No, with it's selling. it's fine. It's just one of these things where like it just always makes me feel a bit uneasy when people go, "Hey, we're going to make a game that people are going to play for five years," because it's just like, mm. 
Maybe you should play it. Make a game that we're going to play for three, three months first, and then we'll and talk then, about it. Yeah. And then expand. <laughs> yeah, it. but when you, you when know? you're Blizzard Entertainment, you can't do that like that. And mm, also, what I don't. Is, what if it's shit though? Also, I don't. It's not shit. I've, I, that's the other thing. Like that, the, I, I, we should have started with that. To be fair, like the, I, I like the game. I that's was a box quote. I was worried that <laughs> they were not shit. They were going to fuck it by making more money by selling things that actually matter. Whereas it's, it's yeah, cosmetic stuff. And that yeah. means that people are going to pay to make their characters look different or to have yeah. a different spray paint, which is fine. I don't want to pay for that, but people will. Yeah. And if that funds a game lasting for a long time, rather than selling like, oh, do you want to level up quicker and unlock a gun? Yeah, which that's, that's horrible. That unbalances is, yeah. like the, the yeah, whole... Yeah, just, that can just die. Yeah. That yeah. could die faster The whole Yarny. framework. I, bonfire. I'm completely cool with it. Um, so it, it's, so it's, it's daft cosmetic stuff, but it's, in my mind... A, a necessary thing to come No, up. that's fine. That's fine. Let's let's roll away from the business bobbins. Okay. And uh, why don't you tell me? Because you obviously talked about it last time. Why don't yep. you tell me? Because they know they've they've as I saw in your video they've changed a bunch of uh, the balance. They've changed a bunch of the characters. Yep. What uh, what are your thoughts on like are the changes they're making in terms of like moving it towards the sort of game it's going to be? How are you feeling about it at the moment? I think they've done some really smart stuff. Like they so there are like the big difference between this and Team Fortress Two is arguably like the number of characters in it. Like. They're going to be more, but at launch there's like 21 different characters, which sounds like a crazy thing to balance. It's almost as many as the alphabet in a, uh, in a in a first person shooter as well. Like that just seems like a crazy thing to try and actually yeah. make there. And they've they've done a really good job of it. Like there was a character that I mentioned in the, in that podcast um, podcast number 61, Bastion. <coughs> that they they'd they'd fucked him up basically. He was too powerful for yeah. a while. He was a stationary turret that tore for easy players and as people kind of got to learn the game, he actually became uh pretty useless. Like they they it was the worst character design and they've managed to make him into this really mobile, fun, interesting character to play. Uh, with the tweaks that they've done. I won't go into like the specific details. And that's from but... listening to people going, this is shit. Yeah. Or and seeing how people are playing with it. Yeah, and I, like, I I, just, I have, I've had so much fun with it. I don't play that many first-person shooters mm. anymore. No. Um, but I played a lot of Dota 2, and I, I, I like games with a wide variety of interesting characters that, that all offer different things, and you build interesting teams uh, out of that. And, yeah, it, it works. Have uh, you played Battleborn, the 2K thing? I haven't it yet. sounds a lot like that. Yeah, that looks it, dead in the water. Though. Yeah, the thing is, I I think I think there are quite similar games. Although Battleborn is is more obviously a MOBA, even though if, if they yeah. won't say that, they. I've no that. idea what's going on with Battleborn, but it looks to me like they've just been sent out into the sea with a raft and no white flag. I don't know what's going on. But. I think I think they were okay for a little while because they they it's clearly got some uh, money behind it. Oh they yeah, got a sure. big major publisher, and then suddenly it's just got very quiet. That well, it became apparent that. Everyone else is trying to do this. Like, yeah. So Blizzard are, are close with Overwatch. There's also uh, Gigantic. Um, They've had massive financial worries as well. You've got, got Paragon from Epic Games, who are doing like Jesus. a first-person shooter MOBA. Um, what else is there? Uh, Battle Cry, which was... Oh, yeah, with David Beckham on the thing, yeah. That's literally, like, they're, they're already talking about not finishing that, and it's <laughs> in beta. Like there are so many big fucking names yeah. trying to get in on this this space. Yeah, I guess because everyone went. Like hey, it. we'll do a first person shooter MOBA. Yeah. That's amazing. In and then a year later, they go. I bet everyone's just going. Oh, Blizzard. It's got to be really Blizzard's hard, doing right? one. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah. Should we just go home? Should yeah. we just go to the pub? The thing is, like, <laughs> if you do one of these games for like, six hours and they just walk around. Yeah, we do one of them. They, it's, fine. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. If like you you see it in the in the traditional MOBA genre as well. Like Blizzard have tried to get into that before. Like Heroes of the Storm is arguably the fourth biggest MOBA and that's not where they need to be at all no. like the, the amount of resources and time and community they put into that game it's 
it's crazy. You, like, they, it sounds like the, the best idea, and you can totally see it in a boardroom. Like, we should get in on this mobile action. Yeah. Look, yeah. look at these fucking numbers on Twitch. And then you yeah. try it, and you realize it's an incredibly difficult, difficult thing that requires an awful lot of luck, being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. yeah. And a real commitment to not trying to make easy money, which is, yeah. going back to the progression thing, why I think Overwatch has a good chance now, because... Like, sure, it's a paid game and they're selling stuff after, but they're not selling stuff that's going to impact the game, yeah. which they could have and, and will definitely have been a conversation at some point. I think it would have killed it, though. I mean, yeah. there well, have been so did. many games yeah. where they t- the first part of the conversation is we want people to play it for years, and the next part is, oh, and, we're gonna, and it just dies. Like, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, we talked about it last time, but yeah, yeah. Evolve well, was like, the, the kind of like, oh my God, yeah. That's the, that's the grave that everybody can see. It's yeah. like, that was the, the example. We made an example of this yeah. one. You will not do Jesus this. Jesus Christ, again. that that genre is—I'm sure we have already talked about this—but that genre has, is cursed now. Like the five versus one whole idea, or whatever. It's a real it? shame as well because like, it's fun. Do you guys remember Fable Legends? That was supposed to come out at the end of last year. It's supposed to be coming out next yeah. year now. Yeah, this well, year, I think. <laughs> I think it's like later on this year. I don't know. I've, I've, I like I've the idea of it. Yeah, it's and just, uh, there was that one that you were playing with the Skaven. Uh, Vermintide, Vermintide is actually Vermintide looked great, really great. Yeah. yeah, but that's more like a Left for Dead thing. The five, the, the thing that evolves and oh, the five v one. It's like one plays the bad guy and the others are the the. Well, Left for Dead was that, but in a way, yeah, sure. They had a mode that that went that did that, and people really liked it. And then on its own as a genre, it's it's I don't know that it's really proven itself. What was the other one? Uh, when uh, Bioware tried planned one, like, and they even had a playable demo once that they showed. I forgot what the game's called. Mm. And that got cancelled. I like the idea of it. And there's, there's a really interesting one coming up the, uh, like, that I kind of like the look of, which is the Friday 13th one. Oh, yeah. It's like you're like four camper people you're in Camp Crystal Lake. And then one person oh, yeah. one person is Jason Voorhees and the other, like, you've got to try and outsmart him by working together and things like that. I think that sounds quite smart, but mm. it is basically evolved. It's just it, like, it's difficult to get that many friends in one place for yeah. a consistent amount of time. Like, and yeah. the game doesn't work if you're playing with randoms. Yeah, yeah we yeah. talked about this as well. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not just the money. It's not just the time and the friends. It's more the money as well. Like, yeah. you know, I think one of the reasons that Destiny's done quite well, obviously now it's kind of like it's petered out um, yeah. big time, but is the fact that it was still quite fun to play on your own. So yeah. you just play it on your own, have a laugh, and then you'd be like, oh, this game's great. And then... It just ends up everybody playing it, and then you haven't got the problem then of yeah. trying to convince your friends because people are just playing it because they're playing it. Playing it anyway, yeah. yeah but it's yeah. amazing with that now that it's like I've, I'm still reading all these things about people going, oh, Destiny is a bad way. And it's like, guys, you don't have to keep playing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was fun, but there's loads of other See, games. Yeah. You can play it for like a thousand hours and then yeah. go, you know what? I'm probably done with this now until <laughs> the, till the second one comes yeah. out. Because like, Bungie just can't keep up. Yeah. And one of the main reasons I heard this mad thing about the, the whatever they're using to make the maps for Destiny, and I heard that every time they open one up, um, it takes like twenty four hours to load or something. <laughs> like, or yeah. maybe it's twelve hours. Uh, yeah, I've heard this. They have to they I think it's when they when they make a change, they have to like do the equivalent of rendering that over yeah. overnight. And so if if it crashes <laughs> overnight, then they've just lost like Yeah, and that's just to try it out. Christ. It's just like they change something. Yeah. We want to see if it works. Like, you know, like How so this is the thing. Twelve hours. I noticed this. Um so today we found out that in XCOM 2, and we won't talk about that again too much because we definitely know that looks. Um <laughs> yeah. you can press cap locks, uh, caps lock to um to skip through loading screens in that game. What? Like and it, it genuinely works. The 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 mission uh, screens, I uh, sorry, after you've completed a mission, it gives you that little briefing window in the yeah. Sky Ranger on the way back. For some reason the game is kind of prolonging that loading time. And if you press caps lock, because of the way that the Unreal Engine works, it freezes the game for a second, puts all its resources into loading the next area, and skips, no joke, on my machine, 30 seconds of loading. Wow. What I've realised is, what? and I'm talking about that Destiny story as well, 
Game development's fucking crazy. What? Yeah. How, what, what? These huge companies, we're talking about like, you know, Firaxis and Bungie, like huge companies with years and years of experience and they still have these weird like... Yeah. <laughs> well, with, with Destiny, it's like a colossal, a colossal fuck up because it's like if they're making this big online thing that they plan to update and then they have a system whereby every time they open a map and change anything, it takes like overnight. Yeah. It's like, you probably should have built something into your system there <laughs> that meant, even if you can't see the graphics as nice as normal or something, yeah. like you should have, because you know, you can do stuff with dummy assets. You could make it so that the world loads, but it's not like, it looks like shit, but it's yeah. functionally okay. Like, I don't know. It's one of these things where it's like, you How didn't you, think that through, did you? That's really no. hard to explain to players as well. Yeah. How much yeah. of this stuff is held together by like duct tape? Like I wonder like when, <laughs> when like a Bethesda game launches and everyone's like, guys, have you seen all these Fucking bugs, and, and the developers are thinking, well, yeah, you don't know half of it. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's so much weird stuff going on in this game. <laughs> you haven't got a clue. Yeah, you do start to realise that. Like, I mean, I've actually, like, one of the reasons I haven't been playing any games uh, in the past week, really, is because I, I spent the weekend uh, dipping back into Game Maker and playing around with my crabs. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, sentence. it's just amazing how often you just find a weird bug, and you're like, oh, oh what the fuck is that? Like, um, And you don't understand what is, and you can either. There's two options, though. The thing is, like, if it's a game breaker, then you've got to find it. It's like... Like it's mm-hmm. just whatever it is, it's fucking this. But if it's just something odd, you can either spend ages just reading this code and trying to work out, like, it was something stupid, like there's a bracket in slightly wrong place and it's causing something Ugh. really weird to happen. Like, you kind of go, oh, of course it's doing that before it does that and that's causing this. Uh. But often it's just something <laughs> stupid. You just think, well, I could just add this in and it'll well, fix work it. around it, yeah. Like, you just be like, well, if I make it so that can't happen, then yeah. And again, especially like I was saying to Gav the other week, like, it's like, I've got, I've, got, I've got this whole thing of that, like I want to make it so you have like crates on the map that you can hide behind, but then they get blown up by grenades. So like your you know your your terrain gradually disappears, so you've got nowhere to hide. But then the problem is like I can't make the crab AI good enough to like figure get out get you okay. if you're in a corner. So if people like, hide in a corner and shoot out. Like the crabs aren't smart enough to get you, <laughs> and I can't be bothered like working out a way of doing that. So I'm just gonna like drop. Just get a helicopter to drop a really big crab that starts like <laughs> destroying the crates like, around that's them. An obvious thing. And it's just like that's the thing, you just don't Yeah. You makes you realise that like half the time, why would you put out a fire yeah. when you can just like chuck a bucket of sparkly bits of paper in the other direction and have people look at them instead of the fire. That's a great analogy. And, <laughs> and you realise that great games don't do that. Great games <laughs> get it right. Yeah. But so many games yeah. just like go, wow, we'll just sort of hack it together. And if it's not quite right, it's okay. And yeah. you, you really do notice. You're like, you know. I, I've messed around with a little bit of Game Maker. And, and one of the things that I, like, I, I hadn't really clocked that, that people have to do is you have to write yourself little messages whilst you're oh, writing, yeah. writing code. Because you'll come back to it, like, two weeks later, and you'll be like, what the f- what, <laughs> what was what, which, what idiot did this? And then you have to, you have, like, a little description above it that's like, oh, yeah, if you have to come and fix this, this is this is what this is actually That's doing. awesome. Um, and other people, I've had a few other people look at my code, and that's the thing. They're just like, it's the notes I leave. Yeah. They get them. Like one guy was like, "Were you eating loads of ice cream?" Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like loads of jokes about ice cream. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, it's weird. You just end up like writing this nonsense because it's almost like as well. It's like it's like being a, a prisoner in a way. Like you just, especially if you do it on your own, it means you're like writing on the walls, yeah, yeah. stop yourself yeah. from going mad. You're like. Don't touch this bit. This bit doesn't make any sense. I've got loads of apologies in mind as well. I'm like, this code doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. I'll fix it later. Like, <laughs> this is stupid because of something weird I've done. Because it is that thing of like, it's like playing a puzzle game. But yeah. if you can't f- work out the puzzle, you can just like, um, I imagine doing a Rubik's Cube and you just think, oh, I can't work this out. 
but I need it to work. So for now, I'm just going to take some of the coloured stickers off and put them back on in the right place. And you just end up doing these like, it's like, it's like guessing the witness. If you like, you get to a puzzle, you can't solve it. And yeah. you think I'll come back to it later. But it's the weird thing is you can't do anything until it's like vaguely yeah, fixed because right, okay, the yeah. game just won't run. And so you end up like patching in this like horrible, like hatchet jobs just to make things the engine go and then when it yeah. does go you go fine then then months later you're like oh I haven't fixed it it's <laughs> yeah. still it's still full of just like crocodile clips and blood um, <laughs> but yeah so yeah that's what I think but that's why I almost I'd love to see other people's code and I realise now why that doesn't happen and why when games actually are made they get kind of crunched out into this format so yeah. all of the assets you can't see mm-hmm. but I've become like massively like uh, intrigued now it's like I really want to see yeah how things are done. And I, I imagine with some developers, you'd just be like, oh, what the fuck are you guys yeah. doing? Like, what is this? There's a, there's a couple of uh, indie devs, like, like, and they seem to be friends. And I started following one, then I started following like two others who are making games at the moment. And they keep posting up like animated GIFs or just stills and stuff. And they're all really funny games. But there was this one guy who posted one the other day and it was just like front on shot um, of this like, like eight bit sort of uh, looking like kind of like hot on Miami style thing, and he's went shh, don't tell anyone because like the the front on is amazing and it looks beautiful. Then he posted like the side on, which obviously you'll never see, and the car that's in front of the building is just all fucked. Yeah, the, yeah, the car is just like a flat image. That's been yeah, 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 yeah. And then when, when you look down at it, it looks like it looks like fine, like a, an actual vehicle, but it's just like this weird stretched image across the it's like, across shh, the road. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, I I love that. I absolutely. Love it. Yeah, it's good. Awesome yeah. games, well, isn't it? Yeah, it's games. Yeah. I, I sometimes like, yeah. I, I don't think it's a, it's a. I don't know. Is it bad that game journalists generally don't know how games are made? I don't know. But no, it's not. It depends on what kind of game journalist you are. I yeah. Guess. But like, well, I think there's a difference between having an idea. I mean, like, it's like you know, like you can be. Uh, I'm really into food, and I know how sausages are made. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me to make a sausage. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I do think that the thing is that there's a lot of a tendency to not understand. Um, like at all the process yeah. you yeah. sort of think I mean that's something really commonly you get is people saying like oh why could, why don't they just do that yeah, yeah. so it's the lazy like, comment it's lazy I, I, why I think just... that's more from not not from journalists I think that's more from idiots yeah yeah like, no it is it's more from kind of uh, just clueless punters going oh yeah. why are they lazy why aren't they this? It's like I think that has gone man, out of fashion though people have started to realise that's just a fucking stupid thing to say it is it's crass it really is yeah. it's basically like you don't know how somebody's job is done and yeah. you yeah. sort of like it's like getting someone to fix your car and then they say oh I can't do it without these parts and you're like oh you're lazy yeah, yeah. So, well, no, mate. Uh, I don't know, but at the same time, like there is all. I think it cuts both ways. That I've realised now, actually, um, is that in some regards, you realise that you've overly simplified things and you don't think about things like just as simple as like. Uh, there's a great thing in Tom Francis's kind of tutorials about how to use Game Maker, which mm-hmm. I've been using, and they're fantastic. But he's he talks about trying to make the game pause, and he talks about how he's like, this is really interesting because you never think about this, but like when you actually make it, you want to be able to pause the game. How do you do that? Like, how do you tell everything that is currently moving <laughs> to stop? Just for a second, yeah. Like, just for a minute. Man, it's like, a much bigger question than I And it's like, you sort of think, Fuck. oh, yeah. And, and he says, like, what I tend to he says, you know, what I tend to do is not make everything stop. I just make it, like, slow down so much that it's not, like, it's almost invisible. Oh, well, okay. Which is like, yeah, yeah that, that is easy. But actually stopping things and then starting again, that's complicated. That's like a whole switch. <laughs> it's like really... you need to make a big switch where if you just go, just slow it right down. Like how much? Like oh, about a million times. Like it can do that. It's fun, but it's these weird things like that. Like option menus, really pausing. You don't think about this shit. You yeah. just you just expect it to be something that just happens afterwards. At the same time, though, you also 
uh, have uh, almost a romanticism in the fact that because you don't understand how they're made, you often, uh, I find that I'm thinking, oh, this is really clever the way they've done this, the way they've done this subtle decision that's mm-hmm. really clever to stop you from doing this, they do this. When you start to realise actually, a lot of the time it's firefighting, a lot of the time it's like, yeah. oh, this is a problem, let's just add this in to fix but it. But the thing is, to in one respect, that doesn't matter, does it? No, like, it doesn't. Like, it and, doesn't. And also, the people, like, your audience probably doesn't, like probably doesn't need to know that. No. Absolutely. And I think they, actually they about the game. Itself. I think actually that's why we don't need to learn how to yeah. do it. Like yeah. at the end of the day, we don't need to know how to make games at all or how they're made. Yeah. All we need to do you know is whether or not they're good yeah. or not. Yeah. And I mean I think it's healthy to have some respect for, for what gets into it. Yeah. But yeah. That's the thing. If you're gonna start to say the developer should have done this, yeah. uh, then you've got to start to have a bit more of an understanding. Like, I'm guilty of that sometimes with design. I often feel like if there's something that's wrong with a game, I kind of think I don't get why they didn't do this. But then I know that even doing that, you're always taking a bit of a risk because it's one thing to say there's something wrong with design, yeah. but to suggest how it could be better yeah. is a risky business because yeah. chances are they might have tried that. And I still do it, and I know it's risky business, but you've kind of got to be aware that you might just be chatting absolute biscuits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a great expression. <laughs> no, I heard that one. No, Stoke like boy, chatting like biscuits. <laughs> Gabbling gammon. Say that in Stoke. They Babbling beef. I, you, you've never been to Stoke. Chan bacon. Trend. You've never been to Stoke. You've got to mix up your, your phrases. Yeah. Good. Anyway, what I've been playing um, this week a little bit, I yeah. played two things actually because you were talking about Overwatch. Yep. Complete polar opposite of Overwatch. I played a little uh, roguelike game called Flame Break and I made a video about that on the site last Thursday. It's kind of shit, um, but I like it. It's like, it's Venice. ugly as fuck. It's so ugly it makes me a little bit angry. Um, <laughs> why didn't they make it like this? But no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's, that's one thing where it's like, why didn't they, like, I don't know. I kind of see what they've done. Yeah. And I think basically the guys who made it, they were just like quite mechanical coders. They have a decent eye for game design. It's actually a fun game. Yeah. But then they clearly just paid an artist to make some art. Yeah. But it just feels a bit disjointed, doesn't have a style, and really they needed an artist as part of the that's team. That's actually right, yeah. like the opposite of Unravel more than... Uh, Overwatch then. Yeah, no. Well, it's more, it's more, it's like, I guess, you know, Overwatch is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, It is. Whereas this is like the opposite of gorgeous. It's so ugly. (laughs) It's so ugly. Um, It makes you angry. It makes me angry. Uh, There are genuinely bits of it. There's a bit, I mean, it's a quite, probably quite a funny video to watch because I do like it and I do recommend it. But at the same time, I do get genuinely very angry about what it looks like and the fact that it has rhyming couplet poetry in it between levels. You can skip it, but it's still like, (laughs) just the fact that it's there and like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I just hate rhyming couplets. Anyway, um, it's quite fun and it's a bit dotary. Basically, it's it's kind of like an arena based thing where you go through arenas, but then you go up the map FTL style and you have these fights and you have these abilities and uh, yeah it kind of scratches a nice issue of being like it's a roguelike cross with sort of Dota style thing and it's nice so I played a bit of that but mainly I've just been working my ass off doing podcasts etc we did a really good regular features this week did two this week we did do two didn't we no wonder I'm so tired yeah Yeah. we did uh (laughs) The one that's coming out this week, Mate, which is Gavin a Valentine's special. Gavin can't go to the gym without making a podcast about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Someone did say the other day, it's like, is your answer to everything just to make a fucking podcast? <laughs> it's not a bad answer. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, like, Quinn's, you know, who I do uh, Cool Ghost with, he gets yeah. infuriated at me because my answer to everything is After Effects. Like, whenever we have an idea, I'm like, I could do that in After Effects. He's like, no! Like, it's going to take you like three days. That was I'm a like, really good Quinn's no, by the way. Yeah, I, was, I guess yeah. I spent too How much was, time. Yeah. Uh, um, too much time. Also, like, yeah, the person who said to me, "Oh, your answer to everything is make a podcast." 
it's not easy to make a good <laughs> podcast. No. Like, it's really easy to make a shite podcast, but one that you're really editing and basically trying to rip off This American Life, which is what I'm trying to do with my fitness podcast. Like, that's solid. Mate, like, it's I've what everyone's sleep. trying to do with every podcast. Yeah, exactly. What we're trying to do with this, can't be bothered. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been playing a bit of, uh, I've gone back to Cookie Clicker. Version 2.0, Version 2.0 no less. Yep. Just because people were talking about it, and I went to have a quick look. And, oh, God, that's um, always it, isn't it? Oh, just, just, Ooh, I'll just have, just have a look. Uh, you know, I had a quick look three times and did nothing. And yeah. It was the third time that I started clicking. That's look nice. And then it didn't stop. Um, but, yeah, it's Cookie Click is really interesting. Um, I've talked about it in the podcast a lot before. It has this really mad end game they've actually stretched it out now so it takes longer to get there and actually disappointingly I saw in the patch notes it said toned it down a bit <laughs> which is a real shame because it got so fucked up <laughs> I loved it I love that you just got hooked to this number thing of making more cookies and then suddenly it seemed like the world around you was becoming incredibly dark like it was like you were creating a cookie cloud that was covering everything and it was really horrible and it started to like get some proper like body shock like cartoon style but yeah. some cartoon style body shock Fuck. imagery coming in the background instead fro- of the is like is this Frog Fractions too? no that's the thing oh. is better than, this thing is Cookie Clicker Shit. is better <clears throat> than Frog Fractions holy fuck I'm just going to put that out there like Frog Fractions like I like the idea. I thought in in practice the jokes weren't actually that funny. Mm. That's just my harsh. I, I, I liked it a lot, but yeah, no, I, I liked it a lot, and it did make me laugh. But I thought, man, like the concept of frog fractions was really funny. But I thought if the writing was better, it could have been so. Funny. Can we just point this out for people that don't know? Frog fractions was was like a browser game that looked like a kind of educational yeah. uh, thing about fractions and frogs, <laughs> and ended up being this weird like. It just went in all sorts of ridiculous places. Ends up being like a game about games and like uh, it's wonderfully surprising. But the, the the cool thing, the coolest bit about this whole thing is that Frog Fractions Two was funded on Kickstarter. But the creator and I've forgotten his name is Jim Jim something I've forgotten. Um, he won't he won't announce when Frog Fractions Two is released because it's going to be released under a different name. And the backers of the Kickstarter will only yeah. find out that it's been released once someone else has and it's been reported in the media. Yeah. And then you'll be like, okay, the gig's so up. So basically, it's, it's... It could already be out there. Yeah, it's it a thing. It's funny be because there. anytime that, like, a, a slightly half-weird game comes up, people are like, this is, is Frog Fractions Is too. this Frog Fractions But the thing is, that I don't think that will ever be it because those games are always trying to mimic, like, the things like Cookie Clicker and Frog Fractions. Yeah. <sighs> I think Frog Fractions 2 will be... To make it'll be subtle than that. It will, yeah, but I don't know, in. because if they just make it look like some just random junk on yeah. Steam, it'll never be found. It will by someone. someone it will, will come on. Even that, like, every game... And yeah. Steam has some kind of audience, and this is the beauty of it. Like th- that's the yeah, maybe. thinking that's thought is why I like the whole idea. But I don't know. There's so many identical like clone bollocks games that yeah. who's going to sit and try them all? Someone. I mean, will, Jim man. Sterling. Someone will. Yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, he only he only goes and plays stuff if it looks shit. Okay. As far as I can tell, <laughs> like so, it would have to look something look like something that was shit. Yeah. yeah. And they wouldn't do that. Like, I don't know. And honestly, like. I, like the, the, he's, he's already releasing little clues here no, I've got to say like, yeah. I mean conceptually the idea for yeah. Frog Fractions was genius conceptually the idea for Frog Fractions 2 is even more genius mm-hmm. because it's just created the, the cultural meme within video games yeah. of is this Frog Fractions yeah. 2 yeah. as a joke whenever and things a bit weird yeah. being like it, I, my favourite one is 
is Frog Fractions, Frog Fractions 2. <laughs> that's, 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 that's great. <laughs> yeah. That is great. I had someone in the comments underneath, I made a video about um, Sharon with your dad similar, and I had someone in the comments underneath. Is this, going, yeah. You fucking idiot. This is Frog Fractions 2. <laughs> yeah. Like, not, it might be, is this Frog Fractions 2? It was yeah. like, you're an idiot. You don't know that this is Frog Fractions 2. It was very I wonder if it is, though. I wonder if like, during one of those many levels of minigames, there's something you can do that takes like, you into yeah. Frog Fractions 2. Like it's possible. There's a lot it could be, going on in that game. Could be Overwatch. Yeah, I gave up on it. Could so be quickly. Firewatch. Could be anything. Probably not. Could be <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of though of making a game and having this like really weird world where you're not quite going on. Like, there's a really good one and I can't remember it. Um, it came out on Wii U, which when I was working on official Nintendo magazine, it was just like we got a game, we got one. It's amazing, and it's basically the one where you're like setting things on fire. Oh, oh no, yeah, that yeah, came out yeah. on things as well. That's wow. uh, Little Inferno. That's it, Little yeah, Inferno, yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to make a video yeah, yeah. about Little Inferno for a long time. Just because Brilliant it game. fascinated me. Uh, like, and it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. the way you progress through it, I found kind of tedious. And yeah. you'd end up having to like look up online to just have to do stuff. But, man, that... But that's a, kind of one things. of those things where you're just like, what am I doing? What, what is this? Like, yeah. yeah, what is this? And that was mm. wonderful. And the fact that you just... But that's what I love. And actually, the thing is, I love... Um, that game for mm. the same reason I love Cookie Clicker obviously now I've done Cookie Clicker before so I know how it ends so yeah. I'm doing it again it's just fucking stupid yeah. but it's that thing of like you thinking what am I doing here Yeah. What what is this what am I working towards yeah. and what's lovely about Cookie Clicker is it has all this lovely like it's full of puns and like every time you unlock a new achievement or buy a new thing they're all just like really dumb puns right. but then every time you kind of escalate your cookie production until you're quick, quite quickly your making... Your CPS, I believe You're making, called. like... Yeah, you're making, like... I'm now making billions of cookies in, like, less than a day of, like, having it in the background. All right, Charlie Big Potatoes. <laughs> I mean, so many. But then it starts to have these dark messages and starting to be, like... Um, like, it has, like, messages at the top of, like... Often them just, like, funny, like, news ticker things. But yeah. then sometimes it's things, like, it just comes up saying, you could have stopped this. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like... Um, and it's just this weird thing of you and the, but the problem is when it starts to do this and starts to have this dark subtext mm. you're already hooked you're already addicted yeah. so you just keep doing it and you keep pushing <clears> to see new things to see what's next and it gets darker and darker and yeah. darker and it's the same I found with Little Inferno in a way yeah, you, that, like, if you burn your letters like, you can keep hold of those letters yeah but then, you burn them yeah, you don't burn you them, yeah. you get so sent these letters you're a little fucking fire <laughs> all you them. can do in Little Inferno is yeah. burn things and it means yeah you get sent a nice letter and it's really sweet and then you gone can, yeah you can keep it if you want but you don't you burn yeah, it geez. because you burn everything and it's oh, that's a good game all you do is burn stuff because you want to see how it burns yeah and it taps into that really human thing because they made it look so good the fire yeah, like yeah. fire that it just you just want to burn shit and everything and, but yeah everything burns in that like in its own little way and then obviously when like the puzzle element when you're like what is that what could that possibly be and then you add like three things and it's like a, it's also like a really rubbish pun as well and it'll be like a rubbish pun and unlock something more yeah yeah that was good but it is that funny thing isn't it of being like you you want to know what's going on but fundamentally the animal part of your brain takes over and just says fire burn yeah <laughs> And it's the same with Cookie Clicker. It's just that you, you, you think, what am I doing? But you just go, don't matter. Click. Watch yeah. the numbers, click. Yeah. But actually, there's a lot of stuff with Cookie Clicker which is just genuinely really funny and really clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The achievements are fantastic. Most of them are just buying things. But it's a lovely thing, uh, and it really caught me off guard today, is because most of Cookie Clicker is just waiting. The numbers go up, and then you get enough points, and then you buy something new, and then your numbers will go up more. Yeah. And that's all it is. Yeah, nice but thing. then, because of that, you end up just like... Sometimes just looking at it and being like, well, what else can I do? Is there anything else I can do? Yeah. And it has like an achievement for like like 
clicking on a tiny icon in the menu just because yeah. it's like what's that and you click on it it gives you achievement you go okay and then you, getting the achievements though like increases again like if you get more achievements you get the more cookies you make yeah and there's this one thing where you look at the achievement menu and you start to realise it's like okay this is a this is structurally made so these ones are all for doing this thing these ones are all for doing this and it's like a typical list of things and then you have these random ones at the bottom and you think well I've got that one I've got that one I've got that one what's that one and I looked at it and I thought there's like an achievement there which is clearly a random one yeah and I thought I wonder what that is and I clicked on it and um, and then I got that achievement and <laughs> so then, it just been waiting for you to and then it, it says like it just basically says like well, that's all you had to do like just click on that well, and it's this well thing it's wonderful thing this idea that like it might be, I got it early, but it might be the last one you get. You might get yeah. all the achievements and think, why is that? Yeah. Yeah. And God, all you've got to do you have looked for is pieces. click there. And it's just really funny. Like, it's yeah, one of these things where, like, it's really knowingly funny. But what's interesting is there was an article a few weeks ago about um, this type of game, this distraction-based game. Mm. Uh, did you read that? Uh, okay, well, um, it wasn't a games thing. It oh, was right. uh, yeah. it was a thing about like distraction and games at work. Right. And the fact that lots of companies now like don't really have a problem with people like playing things like that or really? playing a bit of um, like Candy Crush at work. Yeah, yeah. And and they suggested basically that one of the reasons for this is actually these games are really good for company productivity. These little distractions, these little meaningless things that yeah. we fill our days with in between. Um, are great for business, for companies, because the, the suggestion was in this article that what it does is it takes a very, very small amount of your time and none of your attention. Mm. But by allowing yourself when you should be working to have this tiny moment of doing something that you think is naughty, it's a transgression. So it, it's fun, but also it makes you think, I shouldn't be doing this. Right, okay, yeah. And then afterwards... It means then you're more productive. You're like, oh shit, I feel a bit bad, so I'm going to... And they were saying about how these games actually are like, just in a way, like benefiting companies in terms of their workforce because it's allowing people to do these tiny things that then make them feel guilty, which then make them work harder. Yeah. Which is kind of a dark way of looking at yeah, our, super dark, yeah. our society. But at the same time, I figured the great thing is I'm my own boss, yeah. which means if I'm sitting and having my evil transgression and going, oh, I shouldn't be looking at Cookie Clicker, it's making me work harder for me, That's which good. is affecting my bottom line. <laughs> That's <laughs> as a business thinks it's excellent I'm just trying to think like like I have to watch films telly read comic books and play games for a living I just think like what could I be doing that'll make me feel bad like wanking in the office I, I, I wank in the, I I wank in the toilets anyway like, absolutely, like I never feel bad about that um, but what could I what could I do well, I think the problem is, Gav, is as a human, you're uh, yeah. as anybody. Who I listens, feel you need, bad you need like much everyone. More, no, you need as much more than the rest. Anybody of who <laughs> listens to the regular features podcast knows you are above transgression. Yeah, <laughs> like you do is, not feel bad true. about anything that because you are bad. Um, any more? For I genuinely anymore. thought you were about to check Cookie Clicker then, no, <laughs> which you have done just before we recorded this podcast. The three of us were were chatting, just warming up. And then suddenly it was just me and Gav chatting, and then we looked over and you were like yeah. buying free supply depots or something. Yeah. Some bullshit. It's the most the most evil thing about it is the fact that it has a system whereby things tick over in the background without you. Yeah. But every now and then a little cookie will appear on the screen, a magic golden cookie. And if you click on that before it disappears, then it gives you like mad bonuses. It like speeds up all your production for like a minute. But if you miss it, it goes. 
Which means now, while we've been doing this, we maybe had 10, 12 appearances. How, how many consistent lists, man? I don't know, but that's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. Fun. I can quit it time. But it is this genius thing of it. It yeah. encourages you not to spend lots of time on it. And in a way, that's what I like about it. It doesn't. Yeah. It isn't like nicking your time, because I'm not sitting there and clicking on it. I'm not a fucking mug. Uh, it just means you just, <laughs> occasionally, every five minutes, you just tab over and look. And every yeah. now and then, you see a cookie and you get excited. Ooh. Or sometimes you see a cookie that's fading and you go like, ah, and you've got to like try and click on it before it goes. <laughs> yeah. And... I, I like it because, like, all of those kinds of games are a bit evil. But the funny thing about Cookie Clicker is it, it knows it's evil and that's embedded into the... Yeah. Or baked, as you might say. Nice. Into Christ. the design of the game. Uh, I'm Matthew Lee. They've got to. This is dumb. That's so... Good. But yeah, no, um, that's all I've been doing really. XCOM 2, as we, we talked about a lot last time. Yeah. It is fantastic. It's um, I completed it um, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... That's yeah, basically it. Yeah. Although I'm not playing it now because I'm waiting for them to mod uh, things like the caps lock trick. Um, because I, as much as I love it, it started to drive me mad that some cutscenes you couldn't skip and some you could. And... Yeah, apparently I, I saw they talked to a PC gamer yesterday that they they are they know they've got a few issues. <laughs> Performance wise, it, it hasn't been great. Apparently, oh uh, really? Uh, yeah. Those are sideways cars and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you look too close. <laughs> Actually, you say that we've I've mentioned this before <laughs> offhandedly. You look closely at the pigeons in that game. Yeah. They, fucked. they are fucked, mate. They, they are fucked. They never wanted you to look that close. Um, that's yeah, good. And that's all I'll say. Yeah. Fucking getting onto the advent <laughs> conspiracy <Yeah>. theories. <laughs> the pigeons. The pigeons are the real bad guys. Oh, I want that in the DLC. They, they just move around a bit weird. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's fine. I, I believe. Okay. I believe. You, all right. right. Oh, good. Excellent. <laughs> I want to believe. Um, but yeah, it is good. But yeah, lots of people are saying, "Oh, the bugs drive me mad." I'm not playing it anymore, and it's like that's fair. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to wait until I fix. I mean, I'm not. I will do a playthrough series at some point, but it was a hacking thing. It takes so long for the fucking hacking robot to go and hack things and come yep. back. And you know what? I got used to that mm-hmm. when I was playing through the first time. But I'm not going to play yeah, through again until yeah, I sure. can press escape and just yeah. be there. Yeah, and I'm sure if they aren't fixed by Forexis, like the the security is already exactly. hitting the ship. Like they they sort of. A couple of examples I found this week, and it's literally been a week since the the game came out. It's they've someone's already put in a button that means instead of having to manually evacuate every single character, you can just have one button that does it all. And someone's already oh, made made people. it so you can just rotate the camera in one motion rather than do it through those like kind of ninety degree stutters. Like they, the, mod, the modern community is amazing. They've already fixed like, and it's great that, that they've built the, the game to be like so moddable like, yeah. immediately within a few days. Yep. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just gonna wait because you know what? In like a month, it's gonna be brilliant. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that some developers and publishers are so against the idea of modding. Like maybe it comes down Bonkers. to this, like not wanting their code to be out there because like it's a bit fucked. But yeah. like the stuff that people actually can do, they well, was make it, was your it, games better. I know, and it's mad. I mean, some of the stuff's just backwards. Like I remember, like was it Tales of Symphonia? I think that was released by, it may have been Namco. It might have been Capcom. I can't recall. I'm really sorry. But uh, it was, I think it was Tales of Symphonia. I might have got that wrong. But <laughs> it was It was a terrible, <laughs> it was a game. It was a JRPG game. Yeah. It was a port to PC. They released it. Apparently it ran terribly. Mm. But within 17 minutes, a modder, I think the guy who did the, all of the uh, Dark Souls stuff, I can't remember his name, uh, within 17 minutes, he'd fixed it. That's yeah. like, awesome. It took him, he said, I've, well, it took him 17 minutes. Done if you may. He Don't just know. literally no went in and just went, all right, yeah. I think it was DeSanto, just something like that. Anyway. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's just that thing of being that then everyone just obviously goes, seriously, guys, you couldn't be bothered to spend 17 minutes. <laughs> and it is like, well, actually, no, guys, it's probably just the fact that this guy's really good. Yeah. And the company should probably just pay him just to give him do a job, it. yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, we got a question here, actually, it was asked, answered last week. I'm okay. going to get rid of it now, but we didn't get the correct answer, obviously. It says, I can't really be the first person to ask this, but who's the coolest ghost in video games? 
Obviously, it's Sissel from Ghost Trick. I can't believe we didn't get yeah. that. Somebody in the comments pointed that out, and it's so obvious. Fuck it. Because that. What did you say? I don't even well, know. Not him. Not him. <laughs> Which basically is just wrong because yeah. uh, it's Sissel. The Ghost Trick is a fantastic game. I heard that they yeah. actually fixed it on the iPad recently because I bought it on the iPad. It just didn't work at all. Oh, really? Apparently, they fixed it now. I'd really recommend playing That's it. It's brilliant. It's so good. Yeah. It's just, ah, oh, I couldn't believe how good it was. Yeah. Um, in every way. Oh, man, I love that game. Anyway. Mm. Um, good good question. Oh, I actually got a question because I've been having lots of stick this week because I did a podcast for IGN this week and I. We were just like just chatting. I was like, "Oh, I've, I've." I was like, "Oh, there's two really good games I'm excited about on Kickstarter." Yeah, and loads of people have been giving me shit this week. Going, if you're if you're a real journalist, you shouldn't be backing games on Kickstarter. How do you feel about that? Oh, I think that's silly. That you, that's what so you you like? It's that you shouldn't agree with Kickstarter. That you personally should. That I personally, if could, just in case I was gonna, because I'm invested in that game now, I can't be objective in like covering it. I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there's there's some there's some truth to that. I think, uh, yeah, I think I'd be more harsh on it because I've actually invested some cash. In it. Uh, well, no, I don't uh, think that's that's true at all. Um, I do don't you think? think? No, I don't think that's how it works. I mean, it might. The thing is, it's it's, a, know, it's yeah, a coin coin yeah. toss. It might pan out that way, but it really might not. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, the problem is, as soon as you're actually invested, um, the effects that can have on you are lots of different ways. It, yeah. it could go that way. It could be that then you feel like more disappointed by it. But uh, an interesting thing we actually see um, on Shut Up and Sit Down, yeah, where because um, obviously the interesting thing about Kickstarter actually is that Kickstarter video games is popular. It's had a couple of like golden children. Yeah. Right? yeah. But uh, Kickstarter really, where the big money is consistently, is board games. Mm. Um, it makes huge amounts of money quite frequently. Yeah. And what's interesting is that the board games that get heavily funded on Kickstarter all have a lot in common. Yeah. Usually they're very mini heavy. You get lots of like little shit. You actually get lots of stuff. You get lots of little miniatures. Right. Okay. So yeah, there was a Ghostbusters game which was kickstarted and you got Ooh, like well, tons of little ghosts and stuff. Not fucking objective board In- games doing the same. <laughs> I mean, I've got to be honest, I thought it looked like garbage yeah. and I've heard it's not that good, but it's one of those weird things where the games that are kickstarted successfully. Yeah. They come with things of being like you get a hundred minis in the box, like you get a hundred miniatures, yeah, hundred little ghosts, and people get excited about the numbers of it. Okay, uh, personally, I think all these games always like in terms of what the pictures look like, especially yeah. they always look quite crass and like, like the design is always quite poor, but it is just very much like you get loads of plastic things, loads yeah. of plastic things. But well, for whatever reason, there's a big niche. Uh, in the audience that love that stuff yeah. I guess it's probably actually equatable to uh, like the video game pre-order culture of people who used to want those like statues and stuff yeah, yeah. and you know mm-hmm. I, I never understood that because to me mm-hmm. it was always like that is tat like why would you want that also what if the game is shite yeah absolutely like what, a statue what, from yeah. a game that you hate and also like how many times have you seen like you know like secondhand copies of limited edition like those steel case oh, books oh yeah do you remember them Bonkers, it was like yeah. you know you pay like an extra 15 quid for a steel case book steel and it box. would still cost £1.50 still and, massive like, in films know. like it's still ma- like they do like uh, exclusives like an HMV exclusive steel book which go up in value like that like I've got a drive one I don't even like Drive that much, but like that is worth loads of money now. Bonkers. Yeah, and it's like, just, I mean, it's just a case. But like on this podcast, basically, I was just like, oh, I really like the look of this game. It looks, I was like, it's, it's called Dujana. Um, and it's like, it's not really, I don't, like, it's really close to not being funded. But I was like, oh, I really want to play this game. It looks really, really good. Someone's like, shouldn't we, you shouldn't give money to games if you're a games journalist? I, I, don't, well, I don't know that I, I think it's, it's, yeah, that's a horrible argument anyway. And also, like, I, buy games that I then 
Yeah. Of, like after yeah. the fact, I don't know that it's. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's the thing is, I think when people say you shouldn't buy games, that's kind of. I mean, like uh, most of the games. That's just not true. Not most of the games, uh, but a lot of the games we cover on Cool Ghosts are bought. Yeah. Um, largely because like the process of actually emailing PRs and stuff and getting yeah. in touch with people and building those relationships sometimes the amount of times you say look can I have can I have a copy of this to check yeah. it out and make a video about it and they go oh you should come to this preview event and it's no. like I don't have time to come to a preview event like yeah. you know we're such a small operation I don't have time to lose days for that no, sort of no, thing yeah. um uh, but often, you know, PR companies, they want to meet you. They want to be able to get a feel for you. So they won't play ball. And it's fair enough. You know, they, they want you to scratch their back. So they'll give you a yeah. free what they because a lot of things, a lot of specialist people are like hobbyists and they do just want a free game. Uh, yeah. If you I'm speak- not interested in free games. Like, yeah. you know, as, as soon as I finish covering something, if I'm not particularly interested in it, it just gathers yeah. dust. Like, I've, 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 like Dan Marshall's amazing on Twitter. He's made on Twitter anyway. But like when he talks about like some of the people who email him to try and get free codes yeah. and stuff like that, like she came on one week to tell some crazy stories but yeah. it just it, 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 it sounds them. brilliant like the way that people just are constantly trying to like get free stuff out of people yeah um, so I guess that's but I think it's funny because like you know when I buy something I think in a way because I'm buying it for work it's yeah. different um, and I think that is that is a big difference of actually like you are just like buying something to check it out yeah so, or sometimes you're buying something because you want to play it and then yeah, you love yeah. it anyway and whatever but often I buy things and I don't play them that much like I bought yeah. The Witness I only played it for like 20 minutes and that was like yeah. 30 quid that's yeah. kind of crazy, but it's yeah. my job, so, you know. I, 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 I don't tend to back uh, games on Kickstarter, but I, I don't see... I'm not sure I, I see there being a huge problem. I am a no. little bit... Well, quite a bit wary of recommending that people check out and back Kickstarters now, just because there was a, there was a period in 2012 when, yeah. when everyone was doing that, and it... It was very quickly. I sometimes and... say it's worth having a look. Yeah. But I certainly have never say like, "Oh, you should give back this it, money." Or yeah. Yeah. About backing it. I just say, "Go and look at the page." Yeah. I mean, and I would only ever do that when I think something is pretty airtight. Anyway, I think that the interesting thing about video games is that you can, uh, like, thing is, going back to the board game thing I was talking about earlier, a shit board game, right? It can be shit, but it can like you can show what it looks like and show what the minis are going to look like yeah. and show what the board's going to look like, and then the game can be crap because mm. the rules are crap, right? Whereas the difference is, but you can still you'll still get a thing. Maybe you'll get it and the box will be crap and the models yeah. look a bit rubbish and it's just a bit shonky, but you'll get it, right? Whereas like with a video game, if they're not up to doing it, yeah, then there is no game. Like it just doesn't get made because they're hard things to yeah, make. Yeah, yeah. And so often, like we kickstart is this thing of being like, if it's a developer that doesn't have any pedigree, mm-hmm. yeah, and a developer who hasn't shipped things, and often oh, they're yeah. not. Often they're people who just have cool ideas, but yep. they haven't shipped. That was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve was full of yeah. that. You still see it a lot. Like it's the thing of like maybe people have made smaller games and now they're making this big ambitious one, yeah. and it's like. No, there's like, a really good Tumblr called Shitstarter, which has loads of stuff. It just covers everything. But yeah, some of the games on that was just like we're gonna make the biggest vampire MMO ever, and it's just like just two guys were like, yeah, we really like vampires, so we need five hundred thousand yeah. pounds because we're gonna get no. I mean, I always just think that as well that's just like made. naive. I don't really have a problem with those people. I think mm. they're kind of you know they're not obviously not the brightest uh, sparks in the box, but at the yeah. same time, it's like why would you fund that? Like, I mean, yeah. you've got you've got to have a basic savviness. To be honest, though, like I mostly use Kickstarter. I do fund things on Kickstarter, um, games wise. But actually, I don't often play a lot of the things that I fund. That might seem really weird, but Just often forget about it. no, it's more that like I fund things because I think like I want them to exist. Mm. Like I funded like a guy who was making a uh, a Harvest Moon game. Like Harvest Moon style game, yeah. But like he said, I want to make a nice Harvest Moon style game, but one where like you can like it's like focused on relationships and you can like 
be a man or a woman and you can be gay if you want. And I thought, that's a nice idea. Yeah. And I saw a little video and he'd been working on it for ages and it was almost done. And he was only asking for like six grand or something because yeah. he just wanted to finish it. And I just thought, you know what? Like I might play that at some point because I love yeah. Harvest Moon. But it's more that I thought, that's nice. I'll like I'll give you like six quid just to see that happen. Yeah. So I use it more of being like, the things I want to see existing, I yeah. go, you know, yeah, like I'll give you some money just so other people can then try yeah, I, that. I did that recently with a lunchbox that I saw and I was a like, lunchbox? I was like, that looks like a really good lunchbox and I want that to, <laughs> and want, I, I generally was, was like, was a Kickstarter for a lunchbox? Yeah, it was brilliant. But and you I, didn't want one, you just want to exist. I wanted to exist, but I, I, I wanted one as well. So I was just like, oh, it's just a really smart, like lunchbox, it's really combat. <laughs> Honestly, I'll show it to you in a minute. I don't know what, I got, forgot what it's called, but I was like, in the lunchbox. But I was like, oh, they'd ask, they were asking for like 20. No, no, we need, come on, what's, what's the thing? It's a really smart lunchbox. There's got to be a, a like an Bluetooth fucking sausage no, roll. It just looks nice. It just, <laughs> it just, it, it just nice. looks nice. Like the the compartments are really good. So if yeah, you, when if, do you use lunchboxes? How, like how do you even find a, really? a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Kickstarter for a lunchbox? I don't even know where you go to look to find that. Honestly, stuff. because it's featured, that category. Right? But because I was having no, it was this was early. This was this because I was genuinely looking for. Because I've just got Have plastic. You got this lunchbox then? No, it's it's it's, it's been funded. If they were have it, I'll tell you in a minute. But because I've got loads of little plastic boxes all the time that are just like after a while, I, I try and reuse them. But after a while, I'm just like, this probably shouldn't have been reused. So I was just like, I'm going through so many of these lunch boxes because I have like two a day. <laughs> to got, and, and, and I'm spending so. I was like, there's got to be a good lunchbox that I can get that's like just as small and compact. <laughs> do you and mean I, a lunchbox or do you mean like a Tupperware box? No, no, it's a lunchbox with Tupperware like compartments inside it. Right. When I show okay. it to you, you'll love it. But they were after yes. 25 grand. I was like, oh yeah, good. Uh, that's worth a pun. Put it on it. Do you know how much they? Do you know how much they raised of the 25 grand? Six hundred thousand pounds they yeah, raised, but this is often the problem. Is then like, <laughs> that, but like, that that isn't. We've I imagine this once again. Don't know a lot about developing lunchboxes, but like <laughs> what? I reckon that that is a fancy way of doing a pre-order system, right? Whereas whereas well, Game Boy is actually you're going to get extra features like and the thing is like though as well money. like yeah. it's actually it messes them up like there was that whole thing with the cooler box uh, I can't remember it's called cool master or something like well, I'll I say that you now. guys exist in a no, this, was, I mean, <laughs> this was a big story this was a new story sort of thing because they made a so much box. money because in America right people <laughs> yeah. love cooler boxes because I mean, basically I'm not against them they just want to have a picnic and they want to have like and it was a cool box Plus, that did yeah. like Ice Maker MP3 player. It was basically like it was ridiculous. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's too much. Oh god, was it, it was. was it stretch goals? Like if you get this much, we'll add. We'll add I didn't think it was, but it was Android more support. That, <laughs> it's more they just messed it up. Like they just they yeah. they had a set. They they done the maths, but then they basically had this thing of them like having so many people, so many orders that yeah. then they had to like pay for like warehouse storage they couldn't afford and it's just been a Goals. mess yeah. and everyone's furious because basically it's meant they've had to like start selling them to make enough money to fulfill oh, the God. orders on Kickstarter Yeah, and like it's just yeah but anyway it's one of those things where at least you don't have that with video games you know it's like you know everyone can get a fucking Steam yeah. code because right? yeah. actually like sending out stuff to people so yeah, come becomes like a really oh god. Thing. Yeah, those yeah. people don't crunch they mean, it. They go, yeah, no. we we'll just yeah. give people a, Do you have a free t-shirt. t-shirt? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been selling t-shirts. It's a fucking nightmare it's sometimes. Hard, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. It's, yeah. it's actually like people just say, oh, why can't you do this? It's like, well, actually, it's quite yeah. complicated. Um, but anyway, I, I finally get back to the point I was making about the board games. Yeah. The interesting thing is these board games which get kickstarted um, are whenever we review them on Shut Up and Sit Down. Yeah, that's often when we get the biggest kickback. Really, um, from from the the board game community because we um you know we, we review stuff and quite often like you know not on purpose but quite often we do end up like giving 
Darling's a bit of a kicking. Right. Um, like it was. I didn't know that. Sometime I reviewed a game called Takanoko, and I really thought it was I've rubbish. Seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't realize at the time it was very popular. Yeah. And lots of other reviewers had said it was great. So I didn't realize that at that point I was that actually a penguin being, game. No, that's great. That's hey, that's my fish. Okay, right. which is fucking great. <laughs> um, but Takanoko's uh, like pandas and and pandas. Anyway. I knew it was something. Anyway, <laughs> I I thought it was kind of trash. Um, yeah. I didn't think it worked as a game very well. Um, but that was like a controversial review, and right. you do get people being like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you're like, oh god, am I being controversial? Because you don't realise. Yeah. I don't. I don't really. I don't really follow a lot of other media, either winning games or. Yeah, but that's, games. A, that's a good review, though, isn't it? Like you were like, yeah. I, tr- I thought this was. I live in a like bit like of a bubble, it, yeah. and that's fine. Like yeah. it's just the way I operate. But anyway, you know, you do get a bit of kickback, mm. but. The time we always get people who are angry is always when we review something which was a Kickstarter game and we don't like it. Right. Because, and I do think that what happens is it's not just that people have got this game and they like it. It's that they've spent the money on it and they've waited a year for it and then they've got it. And before they even got it, they're invested in it. Yeah. And because they've bought into the fact that they're bringing this thing to life. We see that with video games and and pre-orders. And so I guess you're saying that because of that idea by backing something on Kickstarter, you be, you could be guilty of that yourself. Like, you yeah, could yeah, be, and I think that you. I don't think, I don't think you would be. No. I think it's more of those things that it's all about your relationship with it. And I think Gav's probably like me, and the fact that like you just go, "Oh, that's cool," and you literally just chuck like fifteen quid at it, yeah. and then you know they send you all these updates, but you just never read them. No. But I think when people get invested in it and people like really love a project yeah. and follow the updates, it's like you know, like you, Gavin, this lunchbox. Yeah, like Gavin's lunchbox. Like, no, this, thing is, is, this is it. This is the you're, thing. You're overselling. I now. wouldn't trust yeah, you to I review that it. lunchbox. Yeah. I trust you with video games. You've, you've, you've sunk too much money into it. Absolutely, man. Not. I can't review that lunchbox. Well, definitely. You've kind of answered else. your own question. How much though, money? No, but I, I think it's different. <laughs> How much with games, money though? did you put on the lunchbox? I don't know. I could tell you if I show if when we look at the site later. No, I think you're right, and I think I think the thing that it's it's very difficult to say this without coming across as being like really entitled pricks, but basically. Um, when you do the sort of jobs that we do for long enough, like video games, and this can be difficult actually, um, because you do need to keep sight of this. But video games stop being a commodity; uh, they stop being something which you treat as being like worth money. Mm. It's just something that you yeah. always have yeah, access a- to, lots of them, and it means if you've paid for it or if someone else has paid for it, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It's just something you're looking at. And obviously that can be a problem because then it means sometimes you can get flippant about what things cost and yeah. be like, oh, this is a great game. And it's like, yeah, but it's £100. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it for two hours and you've got to like keep that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. I like that conversation. Yeah, that's I feel good. better about my lunchbox buying. That's that. a good question. Yeah, don't review yeah. any lunchboxes. No, you can review. No, come on, you can review lunchboxes. Just don't review that lunchbox. Ah, uh, because it's going to end every lunchbox review saying, by, you saying buy this one. Yeah, it's not as good one. as the one that I bought. I think it's called. I just, I, I've never seen a lunchbox that I thought. You know what? That is good enough. That I'm going to remember seeing this and have to tell someone about it. Like I just don't. Just know. because I have to put breakfast and lunch and dinner into three plastic things, I just thought I'm using way, way too much plastic. I need to do something about this. And Tupperware? Kind of Not for Gav Murphy, it won't be. It's awesome. I am looking forward to seeing this now. Okay, good. try and get another further insight into your mind. Right, let's, do, let's do some more questions so we can look at lunchboxes. Okay, we'll do like one more. I okay. think I'm looking at the questions. They're all quite hard and I'm really I, tired. Do you know what? At the top of your um, page, can, yeah. I, can I read out what it says? Because it's good. It really made me laugh. Ask questions here, although please don't ramble on for three paragraphs before you get to what you want to ask. It's really necessary and really quite frustrating when it's you're rarely, trying to record. Rarely necessary. And then when when you go down, 
No, people, they don't give a fuck. No, people are usually quite good. Look, they're all quite short. Like occasionally people do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it is it's one of those things where if if you were on a proper podcast that had like, you know, like a studio and a team, somebody yeah. would go through and they would like actually condense these questions yeah, down to questions. Yeah. And it's you know what? I like to read this page when I'm not doing the podcast, but when you're actually doing the podcast and you yeah. want to just read a question, yeah. you just got going, ah, oh, where which bit is the question? Well, that's right. We've talked for ages anyway. Uh, it is fine, yeah. So <laughs> um these are hard questions. That's a, actually, this is a good one. As a counterpoint to the bad games you like question. Yes, from this is from Paul C., uh, a regular on Cool Ghosts, asks, as a counterpoint to the bad games you like question for your podcast, go, what's the best game that you hate? I Hate is a, a very strong hate, word. Yeah, hate. I don't know about hate, but, you know, there's... Um, I just couldn't get on with it, and I tried it, and people I really like and respect love the game, but life is strange. Yeah, really. I, yeah, I cannot. I, I. What is it? About? It's like it's like the Emperor's New Clothes when I'm playing that. Like I'm literally looking at the screen, looking at, going, "Are you fucking kidding me?" This. Yeah. Like, I just absolutely cannot stand it. I just don't like. I think it's written terribly. Like I hate all the characters. I don't think it's particularly fun to play, even if I did like them. Um, I just, I just don't, just I don't get it. I really don't get it. But I hate. It's weird. I'm, is any of that because you you had it built up for you before? You no, it? because I was playing it again, like super early, like oh, in right, isolation, like going to it, and I was like, I heard the first episode is pretty crap, and you've got to stick. It's not. It. I've done. Not, I've, done, I've, done, I've done two, and I was like, I'm not. I don't want to do that. I went into the. I think I did the preview for the first episode and went into it, seeing the character design, seeing some of the trailers yeah. where they say like Haller and whatever, and thinking I'd hate it, and that just. Turned it's out to be the, per- my, the perfect mindset yeah. to be in to really enjoy that game. I installed it over Christmas. It's still on my list. I've just had too many things to check out. Yeah. Um, but I do want to check it out. But that's fair. What yeah. about you, Chris? I I don't know. I think I hate is such is such a, a strong word in the sentence. Right, I don't know I'm if I'm going to start a new gaffer. But I think <laughs> I at the moment well. I've seen people getting really excited about Street Fighter and I just can't get on with that genre at all. I really wish I could because... You'd they, rather do your fighting in the like in real streets. In real streets, yeah. Have I told you about the time I filmed a citizen's arrest in Croydon? Nope. That's that happened. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just can't. I can't. I can't get on with it. I I really dislike playing. I really those dislike games. Um, Street Fighter actually, and I think what I dislike about it is there's a certain. Uh, I think it just reminds me a bit too much of sports and the fact that there's a certain bravado to it and the fact that like you clearly can't enjoy it unless you've like spent the time to get good at it and mm. understand it. And I think there's lots of games like that, but I think like the probably the comparative thing of something I've got into has been uh, like Dota, yeah, mm-hmm. and like having something which requires you to really focus and learn and practice. But the difference was Dota is fun right from the start. You play yeah. against bots, you're having fun. Yeah, you're discovering stuff, you're having fun. Yeah, I, so I, played... I never enjoyed the training yeah. aspect. Of like you start playing it, and it's just like I'm just getting my ass kicked. But, I, but yeah, I, I do I, wish I liked it because I, I I love the discussion yeah. around it. Like you get you hear of. Um, players uh, bringing in new tech to the game which is yeah. basically the way of like they figured out a new way to do something a new way that to like it's, fast, it's a cool yeah. world yeah. yeah and there's like I, I I wish I like I wish I like Street Fighter as much as I like oh no is basically yeah. what I've discovered yeah, oh yeah no, totally. <laughs> I know I don't really like Street Fighter but not like in a any kind of like bonkers way like I will play it for a bit and yeah. I'll have fun but the reason that I do like it is have you ever beat someone who is really into Street Fighter and you've, and you've just been you've absolutely yeah. handed them yeah, their thumbs. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just like, these people who are just like, Street Fighter is my thing, Street Fighter is amazing. Like, we have a, a guy who works with us, Dale, was just like, we had a bunch of consoles at our Christmas party, and uh, 
I actually spanked him and he just couldn't beat me and it was on a big screen as well so everyone was oh, watching man. I saw recently like, they had a games media competition for Street Fighter and it was one of those things where lots of people were going oh I did really well oh yeah yeah and like quite, being quite proud about it it's like mm. one of the best kept secrets in games media is that games journalists are shit at games mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I, actually I didn't realise it until like I, it took me a while to realise yeah. it at OXM like doing previews of games and I should have realised it straight away but you know it was my first job doing it I was yeah. pretty fresh you make, you make sure you're great, right? Yeah. yeah. So you go and play like a preview for like Gears 3 multiplayer and you go, oh, it's just so much fun because yeah. you do well. And then yeah. as soon as the game's out, you don't do well. I actually yeah, had this. Yeah. I, I can't talk about the, the game yet, but um, I played Paragon, the new MOBA, third person MOBA yeah. shooter from Epic. And because I played um, MOBAs before, I was, like, Don. I was like one of the best players on, yeah. on my side of the hall, mate. I was absolutely I think I was playing it. I, was in a, I went to Bioware years ago for Mass Effect 3 uh, cover thing for OXM, and I was playing the multiplayer for Mass Effect 3, and I was big into Mass Effect, and mm. it was like like multiplayer, like co op thing. And the yeah. other people I was playing with, I'm like, in that, mate, didn't they? Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Fucking worse than Exxon, mate. Uh, awful. Uh, you know, fuck those dying seals, mate. Card packs. It's unbalancing yeah. the game. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's funny. Uh, but I was playing, I think, with some guys from Famitsu, two Japanese guys, didn't mm. speak any English. They had to translate it with them, and it's just like they were just fucking dying all yeah. the time. I kept having to bring them back. And it was weird. We were sitting there with headsets on, not saying a word because they didn't speak any English and they just weren't talking to each other. And you ate speaking to foreigners. But I, I was just like, what is going on here? Like, almost to the point where I want to stand up and look at these guys being like, are you even trying? Yeah. Like, they were just getting killed so often. Can I be serious? I'm like, you guys fucking Famitsu? Are you fucking sure? Like, fucking legendary mag? Oh, Famitsu gave a 40. Well, Famitsu. Like, Matt, can you put your top back on, please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just It's that universal thing, just generally speaking. like, you mm. know, There are a few game journalists who are genuinely very good at games, but most just aren't. That's fine. You don't need to be good at games to talk about them, but, but that's what, is, that's quite, whenever like, you see game journalists yeah. bragging about beating other game journalists... Doesn't fucking mean shit. Yeah. Um, Nathan Brown on Edge is amazing at Street Fighter, but he barely talks about it. But yeah, like, that's cool, man. That's he cool. knows though. He knows. Yeah, yeah, He'll yeah. play in tournaments and stuff. He's one of the coolest he dudes just fucking in the industry. Yeah. But like, yeah. he's a fucking cool guy. I've, I like I've, him a lot. I've been at E3s with him where like, re- like ridiculously hungover, and, he, and he's just like, "Where are you off, Nathan?" He's like, "I'm just gonna go play in this uh, Street Fighter tournament," and I've kind of just gone, oh, "I'll just come watch that and watch him." Just like. <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> and like yeah he's I just imagine if Gav amazing. was that good at Street Fighter you would know if it was the other way around you would nah. let him know that yeah, you were I would well actually, good yeah. Yeah. Uh, what game do I hate um, Unravel <laughs> fuck Unravel piece burn of fucking him, shit him. <laughs> I think that they should uh, they should pull away his fucking woolly innards Jesus. and wrap him around his neck until there's nothing left of his body and then hang him up by his own fucking thread until he's dead uh, no I don't I haven't played it um, <laughs> I think that um, I hate it again is a strong word yeah. I found myself really um, confused uh, I found myself quite confused a lot I generally shut my mouth about it now because I just think what's the point in pissing on other people's bonfires um, I see lots of people enjoying games and I think I tried that game and I thought it was garbage mm. what's going on but again like one of the reasons I you know enjoy running cool ghosts and Dark Souls is to spend less time ragging on games I don't like and yep. more time celebrating things I do like mm-hmm. yeah. um, but uh, you do have to kind of bite your tongue sometimes and just be like what the hell is everyone going on I think with Blizzard particularly I notice that a lot I think just because Blizzard makes things that are so slick like Hearthstone yeah. everyone went nuts for it and I'm like I play a lot of card games obviously oh, like, can we go the whole no I'm not going to do it again thing. but I play a ton of card games for yeah. sure to sit down I know what a good card game is mm-hmm. Hearthstone's okay it's very shiny uh, but when it was more it's more I get annoyed when the press all go oh this is amazing it's like well yeah. no it's alright like it's, sure. it's better than alright it's good but 
It's not amazing. And yeah, the same yeah. thing happened with Heroes of the Storm. Everyone's like, oh, Blizzard, we're reinvented. It's like, no, this is not that yeah. good. It's mm-hmm. not as good as... And I, I, I get them. And yeah, I think those are great examples. I don't think Overwatch is in that kind No, I think of, Overwatch yeah. probably isn't. Yeah, I think it um, is, man. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin fucking... Can I, how can, I, can I play Overwatch? Can I go there? Close by Mate, you are for AGN. Just fucking yeah, email someone at Blizzard. Like, <laughs> can I have a go? Um, it's out in June. It, fe- it feels like I don't know. It feels like I don't know how to play it. It's not like uh, yeah. It's not open all. It's invite only. And so I think it's, oh. I think it's just uh, like press and, and YouTubers and, and and those people on Twitch that. Well, if I did, if I was playing, so now. again, everyone's having a fun time at the moment because yeah. if I was playing, mate, now. those Twitch streamers don't fucking mess around. No, they're good at games. Yeah. Don't get yeah. me wrong. You know if I was mean? playing now, I'd probably be the best and I'd be better than you. That wouldn't so. be true. Well, that that's almost true. definitely a fact. <laughs> Actually, one thing recently I, I thought was awful that everyone seemed like was a uh, Star Wars Battlefront, which I, I again it was one of the few times I actually did, did give something a bit of a kicking because I was paid to review it, and I don't really do reviews very often mm-hmm. because you have to play the games a lot and stuff. But that was kind of weird. But again, I don't really get angry about stuff, and I don't really hate stuff. I just find myself feeling weirdly detached when like. I still see people Everyone talking about it, yeah. people are still talking about how great it is and how fun it is it's like it's a fucking like 2D paper game there's nothing there like it was fun for like a couple of hours but after yeah. that it's just like there's nothing here like unless you really do just like love Star Wars so much that you want to marry it I think actually Destiny's probably there for me but for exactly the same reason I don't I don't really talk about it. it's yeah. like I, I get why I don't like it yeah. and I get why other people do and yeah. that's that's alright I'll talk about it's hard to it it's hard to know where the line is between like oh I can I can get where people like that and actually the sort of Emperor's New Clothes thing where you're just like what the fuck is going like the new X-Files is like that with me like everyone loved episode 3 and I watched it and I was just like this is borderline unwatchable. Like I, I was like, I because I, I downloaded it. I was like, did I get this off like a site that was like, this is a not real episode? And I was like, I generally thought that for a bit because it was so yeah, bad, and everyone yeah. was like, it's one of the best episodes ever made. And I was like, getting really. Oh, dude, I get that with Doctor Who all the time. I was getting so angry about it. But then I just thought, no, this is this is what it's all about. Yeah, man. I get antsy, and it's why I'm best kept away from the regular cycle. Like I remember the one the one time recently when I was actually kind of on it was with XCOM Two when I made a big preview video about it and mm. I played it for about thirty hours or something, maybe twenty five. I can't remember. Um, but then I remember it's going through and looking at these other previews and just getting into real like this is shit. This person hasn't played it enough. Yeah. This person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it's just like it's not good. It's like I about, just fucking yeah. step away about, from it. Do what I mean? Yeah. No, nah, not you. People. You know what you're on about. Yeah. You basically work for them, mate. You're on the take. Exactly. I just thought I'd become on these people. I remember <laughs> That's not even the first time you made that joke to me. I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is on record. <laughs> it's fucking accusation, mate. It's libel. Yeah. Got it on tape. Libel, mate. You're going to jail. You've been on the take just so they can buy Eurogamer.com. It's like, right, Chris, we brought you on the team. We need some money to buy Eurogamer.com. <laughs> can you just just tell uh, 2K you like? We'll give them all the best reviews. We'll chip in, mate. You we'll do, chip yeah. in. Like, you don't need to do that. We'll all chip in. Just just get Rupert on the phone. Yeah. Rupert's going to kill me, isn't <laughs> I'm talking about my boss. I've never even met Rupert. He's going to be knocking at my door in an hour. We just did. being like, who the fuck are you, Mally? He's well, dead, well, man. I'll kill you. Stop it. He's, not, he's <laughs> a lovely man. He's a dangerous killer. Right? <laughs> there, I said it. One of the one of my favourite days on uh, CVG, God rest his soul, was when like there was like always like a rivalry between CVG and uh, VG247. I'm not sure why, because obviously CVG's better, but... Um, was. Was. But they had the last laugh. Because <laughs> they shut the website and made us all redundant. Um, but uh, when our editor at the time, uh, Tim Ingham, bought, realised that uh, for whatever reason, they, had, oh, yeah, they, they hadn't, hadn't bought, bought it, VG247.com. Yeah. And it's like, why would you start a website called VG247 and not buy all of them? 
Like, yeah. if you buy them Sorry. all at the yeah. same time. So he bought it as a joke, didn't Yeah, he? he bought VG247, but like for like seven ninety nine for six years. And then it just, is Stockcom, though, isn't it? No, well, no, it, whichever one it was. Or oh, was right, okay, right, right, yeah. okay. He bought, he bought the other one. And then redirected it to CVG. But it was just as a joke. And I think VG247 were mental, then they were so angry about it. And it was like, it wasn't just a joke. That is a And as soon as they found it, they were like, look, you can have it. Yeah. It's fine. But I thought, yeah, I remember that. It was really funny. Surely you were giving us own all of them don't they if not I'm buying Eurogamer.com I, d- I, d- I, d- I don't know the doubts of it although I, th- I think Eurogamer.com is owned by someone else I think yeah, well that's okay. madness I wanted to buy CoolGhost.com but it was like somebody somebody was like sitting on it basically but oh. I tried to contact them and they couldn't even get in touch with them I was, no. was going to give them money but nah well, I'm happy with .net .net's cool isn't it .net's really cool yeah it's, it's really different. cool <laughs> it's different that's why so I like you it. should visit Eurogamer.net if you want to see some cool stuff from yeah. Mr Chris Bratt and yeah. where do we go to see stuff from Mr Gavin Murphy IGN.net probably.co.uk.com <laughs> or listen to the Regular Features podcast yeah, it's true, yeah. if you yeah. want to hear me and Gav being less appropriate then Regular Features is a really good place to start yeah and uh, obviously yeah Darth Souls is a cool ghost.net base thing so I haven't worked Production. out to say this at the end of the podcast without being weird I should probably just record a sting with a jingle yeah you're listening to the that, Cool Ghost Network that IGN has a sting at the end of their podcast don't they? no you're not not the end of mine yeah. <laughs> alright and remember if you'd like to ask a question on the podcast or you'd like, just like to see what other questions are being asked and bumped up to the top we haven't answered many for a little while we'll do better in the future I promise we'll go through a bunch next time uh, you can go to uh, coolghost.net and then go to the Dove Souls page and there's a big button question alternatively just go to the site look for the latest podcast podcast posting nice. and I'll do my best to have a link in every post uh, because we're rubbish at that but we, we, we will get better Anyway, thank you very much for you guys joining us. No problem, man. And thanks very much for listening. Bye. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Let's look at this lunchbox. Let's look at lunchbox. (laughs) There's no way it's going to live up to whatever the fucking... Never know. Never know.